You know what it is though. Yeah, like one take Jake's. One take Jake, man. One take Jay. Yep. <clears throat> what were you saying though about winter coming up? You said something? Uh, winter's coming up, all light skinned people are about to start turning to sugar cookies, is what I saw. <laughs> sugar cookies. For sure. And then everybody that was a chocolate chip turned into a uh, macadamia nut. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's when you get damn near translucent. Yeah. We got some friends like that. Yeah. How do you get never mind, never mind, never mind. We like the yellow though. It's cool. Like we enjoy the yellow. It's all good. We enjoy all colors, all shades. We're here though. Happy Monday. You're not gonna you're not gonna speak. What are you saying? <laughs> Silent Bob? Mute I spitter. I thought you were still going. Mute, mute spitter. Oh my god, you remember mute spitter? <laughs> yeah, bro. Harder than most you niggas out. Mute spitter was the coldest, bro. But nah, bro. Yeah, we back, man. One seventy six. We in the building. Monday morning. Here giving it to you the best you ever heard, man. Okay. Okay. Um. Thanks for. Yeah. 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 Thanks for coming back. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right. Let you to start today, man. Hey. Welcome back, man. Whoa. Whoa. Welcome back, episode 176. This is the Rise and Grind podcast with your boy Jakari and Roderick. Yeah, man. Be in the building, man. Only the best for you today. I had to tell a couple of you niggas that sometimes. You know how bad this could have got, man? Really being nice. This could have got really bad. Sorry we had to do this to your base this morning. Yeah, man. We are back in the building. Like Kari said, it's episode 176 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roderick Taylor in the building. Yes, sir. Jakari, I'm back in the building. We here. It's another Monday. Like I said, I feel great. Feel refreshed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm here to talk music. Yeah, I'm here to talk yeah. news. Yeah, yeah, I'm here yeah. to talk shit. Yes, sir. Giving you everything you need, man, on a Monday morning. But yeah, we back with the music this week. You know, last week, last pod for for the first time in a while. I was like, man, I don't want to talk no music, bro. I was like, I'm not fucking with that music shit right now. I'm coming to give everything what's going on in the world. You feel me? I felt the exact same. Um, if you guys did notice on episode 175, there was. There was a lack of music talk on there. Um, we just got into PNB and then rolled into to news topics yeah, straight on. But um, yeah, I didn't want to talk music. I wasn't feeling talking music. Sorry, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. You usually get more news than anything on the Thursday pod anyway. But um, sorry. Yeah, We're here to talk music today, though. Yeah, we back, man. There's a couple of drops that we're going to talk about. But, uh, but yeah, before we get to that, uh, you said you're feeling good. So how was your weekend, man? How, what you been... Had going on. It was a great weekend, man. Um, I really just relax on weekends. I don't have too much that's eventful going on except for uh, special occasions. Mm-hmm. This one was a special occasion. Of course, there was a relaxing time, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saturday morning, me and Kari got up early on pod business. Um, 
we had some some work to take care of that you guys will see soon. Um, yeah, we got a lot of work done, a lot of pre-planning. We're set. We're good for the rest of the year, I think. Um, we got a whole lot done on Saturday. Like we, do we want to delve into what it was that we? Yeah, you know, because on, on 175, you got on my ass. I said we was gonna make a movie. Okay, yes, we shot a film. <laughs> we shot a film, short film, you feel a, me? a business film. Yeah, shout out Mud. Yes, sir. Shout out my boy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, y'all should be seeing that. Should be seeing that soon. Pretty soon, but yeah, like you said, a uh, Saturday morning. Woke up super early, bro. Up like four or five o'clock in the morning. I was up at five. Man, just uh, it was a it was a long day, but like you said, we had shit to take care of. Uh, take care of, but man, the the film was great, man. It, it, it's gonna turn out great. We got to see, you know, just uh, before like the editing and shit. But I can't wait for y'all to see that. It's it's gonna do exactly what I think. Yeah, bro. It's gonna be we amazing. were trying to do. It's gonna be amazing. Um, but yeah, even after that, like I said, we spent a lot of time planning. Um, yeah, just the rest, uh, the rest of the year, like yeah, you said. Planning the rest of the year, I think we only have one more thing that we actually need to like two, one, one for inside of here and one for outside mm-hmm. that uh, we need to sit down and and chop and finish up. But other than that, no, we're good. Yeah, for sure. We even we even took care of. We told you guys during Thanksgiving and Christmas break, we're taking a break with you niggas. Mm-hmm. Um, we even devised on. What we gonna do for these, like yeah. for the for the listeners while we're gone. We got something for you, man. Like don't even don't even worry. Yeah, we're gonna keep y'all in tune, definitely. But um like I always say, bro, I'm just looking forward to getting to that point to the end of the year because obviously I wanna spend time with my family, take a break. I'm looking forward to that, but I'm uh, the shit that we have planned, like, you know, giving back, you know, just always um keeping the pod in tune keeping guys engaged like i'm looking forward to all the shit that we got coming up bro absolutely oh man <clears throat> yeah it's gonna the be community potters pretty amazing yeah um but on saturday man as well you know that was the four-year anniversary really of the pod so like i want to ask you um because you know it started out episode one with you like were you able to take that in did you feel any type of way like when you woke up saturday morning um i I can't lie. I wasn't able to take the entire thing in. Um, and I really need to sit with myself to be able to do it. Um, I've had a lot of company. Um, I haven't been able to. Or like in times where like we're potting, maybe it'll set in here. Like I haven't had that kind of time. Um, nah, it was it was 2018. Like you said, September 17th, 2018, um, when I started it. Um I wasn't even really thinking about it when I started it. I just was like, "Hey, this is going like I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk rap. Yeah. Wherever this moves from here on out, it moves. Yeah. I think this could be big. Yeah. I always, from the beginning, I said from the jump, I had a vision in my head, um, and I thought I thought this could be big. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I couldn't do this shit by myself though. So um, fast forward, build a team." this is great i didn't i didn't know we would be here um i didn't expect to be here i didn't expect to quit i don't i'll say that but i didn't expect to be where we are i didn't i always wanted to move forward go further take the pot as far as we could um i just didn't know how it was gonna happen i didn't see when it would happen i didn't know i would ever be in a state where i could look and be like 
oh, it's it's starting it's starting to happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, even with me early, and I've said this before, like I didn't even have the capacity like I have now on like where we could take it or what we can do or where we could have taken it. You know, when we first started, like I wasn't even thinking like that. So even with me, I was just like, man, this shit is just crazy that it's been that long. I don't even feel like it. You know what I mean? I'm Four just years. Like, Shit just flew by, but um, we're starting to realize that we can take it. Yeah, no, oh, obviously we we understand that, but yeah, it, it was just funny because yeah, it was the the anniversary whatever, but shit, nigga, that was a day of work. We was working, man. Oh, on like, the anniversary, but I was so tired, bro. The anniversary, I was tired, like man. I said to you on Saturday, a day that we should have been, you know, kick back right. celebrating, celebrating, you know, maybe a little breakfast, a little dinner, something right. like that. Yeah, um, huh. no, I was getting to it. We was bro. up at five six in the morning. Yeah. Getting to it, um, sweating. It got hot outside. Yep. Um, <clears throat> filming, pre-planning, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, that's what it is, man. I'm I'm blessed. I'm grateful for it, uh, for sure. But uh, my my weekend yeah as well. So that was that was Saturday, Friday. I uh, just kicked it after work. Um, I ended up falling through my frat brother's mother's birthday party. It was like a skate party. I just went through real quick, like thirty minutes. Um, but Outside of that, man, I just kicked it Friday. Saturday was a long day, and then, you know, that was it really for the weekend. Now we potting, but um, I'm just been feeling good. Like you said, bro, i just been in good spirits. I knew that we had shit that we was going to do this weekend, so it probably was that, but I'm just, man, I just see green ahead, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is just gold. Like, I have, I have no reason not to be in good spirits right now. And I do want to go back just a bit, uh, just to clarify for anybody, or, or if you're a first-time listener, or if you're a new listener, anything like that, what we might have been talking about. I don't know if we specifically clarified. <clears throat> September 17th, 2018 was episode one, Where's D-Rock? Uh, it was episode one of the Rising Ground podcast. That was where it started, um, and then we moved forward from there. So fast forward, this Saturday, we passed four years since we began this entire thing. Um <clears throat> but yeah, I, I hand clap, like <laughs> pat on the back to you, pat on the back to, to me. Um, I don't ever like thank ourselves or anything like yeah, that. But like, for we, sure, we we put in a lot of work, man. For sure, <clears throat> for sure, we deserve this. Yeah, man, definitely appreciate and, you. And we are the fucking best. Yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, we get a lot cockier off air, but um, <laughs> let's get into this shit, man. Um, I want to thank all the listeners, everybody on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Pandora, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever it is, CastBox. Where was it that I fucking realized we were the other? We're on Audible. Audible. <laughs> we're on Audible. So when you're done listening to your favorite audiobook, tune the fuck into the Rising Ground podcast. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> the viewership, everybody on YouTube, the following on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, um, TikTok. Wherever it is that you're picking up the pod, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that follow button. Hit that little bell. That's the notifications. Every time we drop, you'll get that to your phone. Um, you got anything you want to say? No, nah, bro. Audible is pretty crazy, though. It's pretty insane. Yeah, I looked. I was like, what yeah. in the fuck are we doing there? We on your Chromebooks. We on your we on your dome. <laughs> I said we're on your Chromebooks. <laughs> we're, on your, uh, we're in your nook. Stupid. <laughs> we are in your nook. <laughs> Get me out of your nook, stupid. Um, <clears throat> are we ready to get into the music? Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. We had some some pretty crazy tracks come out. Um, I saw Blue and Nicki Minaj. 
All right, so we'll cut here. Fuck. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know, cocaine. I'm moving fast. <laughs> Shot a line before we started. Gosh. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Why you do that? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't realize it was right there, man. You hit me getting excited. My boy be ready to pop. <sighs> I'll pick this whole fucking mic up, nigga. <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right, I'm good. All right, the first thing we wanted to talk about before we talked about the music, the BET 2022 Hip Hop Award nominations are in. Yes, sir. And we've seen some pretty wild ones. Man, yeah. So some, I would say some were okay. But yeah, there were some we were like, okay, like it's some shit that we got to talk about. And it's not something where it's full of any bad artists or anything like that. They're all still the best of the best. Right. Um, I just don't think one fits. Mm-hmm. We were looking at the 2022 Lyricist of the Year. I think we have um, Baby Keem. We've got Jay-Z. We've got Drake. Um, we've got who else is on there? J. Cole, Benny the Butcher, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Did you say Jack Harlow? I didn't say Jack Harlow. Okay. <clears throat> okay. What are we thinking about that list right off Rip Kari? Uh, so I'm I'm definitely thinking there's some people that shouldn't be on here just because of Great rappers though. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it has nothing to do with talent. Like you said, everybody on here is talented, but I, I just really want to break down the category. So this is lyricist of the year. So just starting at the top of the list that I have. So J. Cole, yes, obviously we would keep him there. Uh, but Baby Keem. Baby Keem has great lyrics. He's a great artist. But I don't think he's necessarily one of the best lyricists that are out right now, according to this top list. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I thought about it at first, after seeing it, it actually kind of hurt my feelings <laughs> just because I love Baby Keem so much right, that I, I don't want to take him off of any list. Thanks, bro. But yeah, I'm with you. But Baby Keem shouldn't be on this list. Yeah, Baby Keem definitely, I would take him off. Uh, Drake comes off of this list. I would take Drake off as well. Drake hasn't dropped music since CLB, rap music since CLB. So I'm like, what are we, where are we basing, where's the timeline? But outside, where's, where's lyricist of the year coming from right. in the last 12 months? Exactly. CLB was not a lyricist. Not an album full of just crazy lyrics that just took us somewhere or blew us away. So Not at all. That's another reason why I wouldn't give that to Drake. Hasn't dropped music since that. We got the dance album, no rap, no lyricism that you killed us. Maybe the the Jack Harlow, uh, Churchill on the downs, but that's it. There are people just for me that I'm thinking about, like, the game just dropped an album. Super lyrical. Yeah. Super duper lyrical. Pusha T. Pusha T has an album out that is arguably the album of the year. Definitely, definitely. Um, he's not sitting on that list. Kendrick Lamar can stay. Yeah, Kendrick can stay. Benny can stay. Benny the Butcher can stay. Absolutely. But what has Benny? Uh, what has Benny dropped in the last twelve months? Uh, that's what I'm. He dropped the album. I thought. Which one? <laughs> right. I don't know. I thought Benny had dropped the album. I love Benny. Y'all know Benny's my favorite fucking rapper. I'm just trying to remember what was dropped. Tana Talk. Tana Talk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, Johnny Piscata. Yeah, you got it. Sure. You got it. Yeah. He dropped that in Johnny March. P's caddy. I'm with the weekends in Paris. Fuck, are we talking about? Facts, it's facts. A, you love this nigga. Just loves. Damn, Kari. Cause that song hard, bro. That's no, Kari. It's because it has J Cole Come on it. Nah, bro. The song is hard. Johnny P's caddy is hard. Both of their verses are hard. If yeah. they were on two songs separately, <laughs> whatever. Bro. Like I'm never gonna let that go. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's a great song. It's a great song. It's a, J Cole does not belong with 
with Benny the Butcher. Can you see? Can you see nah. them just walking up the streets of New York, getting getting a chopped cheese? <laughs> yeah, bro. No, because Cole, J Cole's gonna come through on his bike. <laughs> I was gonna say Cole's on his bike. I was just about to say that shit. Yeah, he's gonna have a fucking mountain bike, <laughs> ten speed, blowing past Benny. He's got fucking dope in his pockets. Chill out, bro. Um, <laughs> but no. So just before we end off on the list, I would say Cole. We can keep Keem, Jay Z. Jay, um, no, no. Jay Z needs to get off of that list, Corey. No, no, no. Look, I was saying. Cole, we can keep Keem. I was saying off. J- oh, okay. Jay Z oh, was, was. I was saying everybody that was off. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't get into Jay Z. So let's get into Jay. Jay Z, yes, guys, he's the greatest. We know he's the goat. We get it, it. There's, there's not anyone besides maybe a Wayne that that's only a competition, arguably, to some people. I'm not gonna bring the argument up because we know we're Wayne fans right. that could hold a candle these days, rap wise to jay-z mm-hmm. so we're not taking anything away from him he's probably the, the best lyricist in the game period um <clears throat> outside of like we said like a wayne in the last 12 months though i don't give this to wayne i'm oh, not wayne i'm sorry i don't give this to jay especially not just with the the dj Khaled verse and that's all that they're doing he hasn't really dropped anything else within the last year that had that same effect as that god did verse so I think that's another reason why he shouldn't be on the list. Like there, there are people who has dropped music within this year, like you said, who have some of the best rap albums that are out. Pusha T should be on the list. Let's replace him for Jay Z. Let's take off Drake um, and get somebody else in there. Jid's album. Yeah, I'm thinking super about lyrical. You know what I'm saying? Like there's people that we can add to the list. I'm just thinking about J Cole versus like neck and wrist. That's not giving me lyricist of the year. Jay Z. Yeah. You said Cole. Did I say J. Cole? I thought I just said J. No, you said J. Cole. You sure? (laughs) You positive. (laughs) I got you, Cuddy. Oh, my gosh. Um, But no, Jay-Z, neck and wrist, that's that's not going to do it for me. Yeah, great verses, like we said, but not not lyricists of the year. I'm trying to see any other things. Entrepreneur, the Pharrell track. Was that this year? No, that was way long ago. I don't even know why they're showing this shit to me right now. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So he hasn't had a feature since Neck and Wrist since 2020? Yeah, man. Come on. This is Jay-Z. You know, we're lucky to even get the songs that we get from him. No, okay. But I'm I'm thinking about the Nas J tracks that were on uh, DJ Khaled's album. Oh. That was last year. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Anybody else that was on there? No, that was was it for lyricism. Okay. So the year. So so Jack Jack needed to go. Jay Z yeah. needed to go. Um, Drake. Drake needed to go. Was that it? Okay. We're moving on to the breakthrough artist of the year, 2022. And in this category, we have Baby Keem, we have Blast, we have Dochi, Five Year Foreign, Glorilla, Nardowick, and Saucy Santana. It's pretty hard to argue like anybody that should not be on this list. I think all of them, when we talk about breakthrough, all of them broke the fuck through. They all broke through. Now, Baby Keem, I would say, where are we basing his time? Because I feel like he's already he been broke through. We're, so like I'm he, these people like Blast, Fabio, Glorilla, Nardowick, Saucy Santana, like they are breaking through right now. Keem is already a list, is what I feel like. Well, number one, nah. 
Bakari. So if, I, just, I just want to know, like, where where are we basing Keem's timeline? Like, is this before Melodic it's Blue? It's not just Keem. There's a few of them on there that are in the same state as Keem. Blast is in the same state as Keem. He popped in 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Fabio Foreign is in that same state as Keem. He, I was just saying, like, Keem is probably the highest. But, yeah, you're, you're correct. You think so? I would say I would say Blast is in more earphones right now than than any of these artists, just based off of the features and his own album. I think Blast is in the ears of of us maybe more, but Baby Keem is on his way to like a global stardom. He he toured with Kendrick Lamar. No, I get so, so like you have to we have to take that into effect. I get you though. I think his trajectory, Baby Keem, is bigger. I think right now, as it means like music being listened to and moving in the streets. Mm-hmm. Blast is having more motion right now. I'm thinking um, he's on TV intros, The Sweet Life on HBO. Um, He's got every fucking hot track out to the point where he has a sound that is damn near annoying. Sheesh. No, I I don't mean it like that. (laughs) I love love Blast and his music is amazing. But you know how back in the, the top 40 radio days that... That hit song that you loved played so many times that it was like, all right, man, I can't listen. Turn it off. Blast is becoming a sound. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Baby Keem hasn't became like a sound yet um, to where like he's been around. But but you're right. He's he's globally bigger. Yeah, yeah. The um, She's was just the drop. That was, you know, that's uh, that's Blast drop on the songs. He's just like, she's. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't like making a big yeah, emphasis on you. Uh, but no, I know what you mean, bro, as far as just like tearing up the streets. And, and I'm a huge Blast fan. So like I listen to Blast. I'm one of those people that you're talking about who are steady listening to Blast. He's on everybody's song. Um, but I'm just thinking like I see more breaking through already from just Baby King. Looking at that list, I think he has already broke through more than anybody is what I was saying. But neither one of us are wrong. In the rap game, um, I feel like Baby Keem is still looked at as like a newcomer, a kid. I feel like Blast is in this motherfucker now. Like Blast is just one of the guys. Baby Keem still got his next album and some more to prove to people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one, Fabio Foreign. He's Fabio Foreign been broke through. Yeah. Um, now this is his big year. This is his huge, huge, huge year. Um, but those are the three that I feel like are the ones that have already been around as well as Saucy Santana. But mm-hmm. if you're going to ask me, I'd give the award to Santana. Did I did I give the reason why to y'all in the group? Um, because I was probably saving it for the pie. The reason why I'm giving this maybe to Saucy Santana is because he's damn near broke through to the top, like damn near almost A-list. And do you understand how hard it is to be gay and get as far to the top as he's gotten? And I don't mean like on a tip like Lil Nas X, like nobody knew until I had the number one song everywhere. And then I came out. I mean, he was he was on it. This is how he, like he was he was out before. And is reaching the top like that. That might be an award in itself. Um, but if we're talking straight winner of this, I have to give this to Baby Keem. E- either Baby Keem Blast or Santana wins this for me. 
I think Glorilla just popped, um, and she's huge right now. But I don't think her her breakthrough is bigger than than Baby Keem or Fabio Foreigns right now or Blast. Um, Fabio, he's huge, but he kind of popped before, so that's why I wouldn't see him as that. It doesn't look as big now, but um, I don't know. What do you feel like? Uh, as far as who's gonna win the overall, yeah, all of it. Uh, probably Baby Keem, like I said, bro. I just think he's um, if if the if the category is to give it to the best artist out of the pool who has broke through the most, you would give it to Baby Keem, in my opinion. Um, but everybody on the list, like I said, is pretty solid that you can argue pretty much everybody. But that's why I'd be asking like. What timelines are we using? Because Glorilla is on the list. And yes, she's breaking through, but she, you know, like she's, she hasn't, she is just on right now. But where, where does she, what is breaking through? I will say, I, I give a breakthrough just because this song came out technically, I mean, really before the summer. Um, F and F. And it really propelled her to one of the hottest artists of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, now I got it. I get it. If if she would have, if F and F would have came out two weeks ago, like, or if F and F would have came out at the exact same time as the God did verse, I would do the same thing that we're saying with Jay. Get that out of here. But um, the hip hop awards, I think, is a collective thing of twelve months to, and I need to figure out, like you said, to what date. Um, to which now, yeah, I I would put her in that for sure. She she's also. Um nominated for best song so i want to talk about this one as well because hmm. this one is this one's good i didn't see this one now now i got some this one's good okay now i'm about to pod on y'all best song fnf like i said glorilla lotto big energy kodak black super gremlin yay cardi b little dirk hot shit drake future tim's wait for you jack harlow first class what was uh, the the hot shit with Kanye and Cardi B? That's leaving. Um, yeah, I love I love Cardi B. Ye is my favorite of all time. That's leaving. Um, <clears throat> F and F. I don't think F and F takes it. I'm giving this to Kodak Black. Way too sexy shouldn't be on here. I feel like that Tim's track is winning it. Yeah, I was gonna say wait for you probably win, but um, I would vote Kodak Black. I would vote either. This is hip hop awards. Way That's f- why. The way for you, the future is future's way for you, or is it? Yeah, future. Okay, future way for you, um, or super gremlin, um, and hip hop. They don't give out. This is just. I mean, I get it's the hip hop awards. But I just, it's just best. It's, song. Yeah, it's, it's all the it's all the music. You're right. Um, no, the one that I was thinking in my head when I was thinking Tim's was higher. No, Her the. Shit. You don't need no other one. I was like, oh, they got it. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's over. They won. But um, that probably was on 2021's list. But Super Gremlin was the biggest the biggest one outside of the wait for you. Mm-hmm. And I think they were probably equally as big in different ways. Um, if there was an artist of the year, if there's an artist of the year, is is Kodak nominated for that? I just, I just want to double check if you can artist find. Artist of the year? Yeah. Or male, yeah, male artist of the year. It's just artists. I don't, I don't see it listed as a uh, male or female. Okay, who is who's on there? But they have one second. 
Because what I want to talk about is if Kodak Black's not on that list, that's crazy. Yeah, he's not. Cardi B, Doja Cat, Drake, Meg, Ye, Future, Kendrick. Future's on that list before before Kodak Black? Yep. He shouldn't be. I love Future. Okay. Kodak doesn't have an album out like that. So maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Kodak Black, we're already nearing October. He is the artist of this year. He is the best rapper of this year. I don't I don't know if you have a different do you have a, a different bigger or best artist of the year or best rapper of the year? No, I got some people that's close, but not not the best. Who's your is Kodak sitting at that for number one? Yeah. Well I'll say okay. I have people that are close but not the best, like competing with Kodak Black. Who's up there? Uh for me, Babyface Ray. He's had a hell yeah, of a year. That's a year. That should be on break. He should be on the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. ESTG. I feel like you should put him on there. Why? Why is ESTG not on that list? See what I mean? That's why I be saying like, what? Where's our timeline? Stop the press, Kari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, asking, whoa, 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 whoa. And we're gonna talk about him in, in a little bit. But why the hell is he not on that list? See what I mean? That's that's why I be asking like, you got Glorilla on there? Yes, she has. She's had a great three, four months. But, like, what about ESTG last year? What about Babyface Ray's year? You know what I'm saying? That's why I'd be asking, bro. So, um, but but definitely Kodak Black, yeah. If you want to answer your question, he's the hottest so far this year. Why are Babyface Ray and ESTG not on that list? Who knows, man? Okay, that got different for me. <laughs> we can go ahead and get out of here. Yeah, but uh, definitely we're going to check that out. The BET Awards, they are on October 4th on BET. So, yeah, definitely we'll be checking that out and, you know, letting y'all guys know how we feel about it. What the fuck? Yeah, we- oh, all right. Let's 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 move into the songs, Kari. <clears throat> we had gotten word midweek or the beginning of last week that Blue and Nicki Minaj have collabed. They'd be dropping a track together. Mm-hmm. The moment I saw the picture, I heard the snippet. I was like, okay, Kari, this is going to be a track where Nikki can really get back in her bag because I know if one thing's for sure, it's that Blue's not making bad music. Yeah, he never does. Blue doesn't make bad music, and you can rely on him to give you something that's going to hit. Facts. And if he's going to put Nikki on it, this is just going to be even better. And like you said, we heard the snippet, so we already heard like we heard the beat. We knew the type of flow and style. It was a slow R&B track. Yeah. It was really um, an R&B rap. Like, almost had a, a rock the boatish island yeah, kind of vibe on it. That's good, yeah. Um, what I'll say about Nicki, because I do love Nicki's part, maybe we didn't need her to be rapping quote-unquote better or anything like that. We just need Nicki to be serious. You're saying right now compared to when? Compared to any other track she's dropped this year. Mm. They're just not serious. Okay. Even if it's street-wise, yeah. it's all been playful. Yeah. Nothing's been serious. Even the track, the, the We Go Up, wasn't serious. The Blick Blick wasn't serious. Um, I don't even... the We Got a Problem still seemed the light, like... This her tone was lower. She jumped in her bag. She's dropping bars. Yeah, it's almost sing song like R and B ish. If you like what you're saying as well, I like this. Blue did what he needed to do because that's fucking blue. No, I know what you mean, man. And this this was interesting because you are correct. All of the songs that we have gotten from Nicki 
so far this year. Yeah, she was rapping, but they're they're more like pop songs. They're more TikTok trendy, upbeat, um, playful. Yeah, and like you said, she was. They're fun. They're fun tracks. Yeah, we couldn't even like really decipher if they would even make an album that's how fun those tracks were because we're like bro we've never heard nikki drop this many songs and we're like they're not really rap you know what Callin i mean my bitches that tennessee rider <laughs> don't budge with the fucking insider pull up on the ipod so we have a problem <laughs> song, that song go crazy bro I actually because of this song coming out i played it back <laughs> it came on on shuffle i didn't just play it on purpose but that song oh, is great brother Corey. bro just listen to it again. you said wait 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 song is great you said great it's great i love this what little baby's part and i'm gonna pull your watch just gotta see her oh my, oh my gosh i gotta appear nah bro uh but the did song- i say i gotta pee her <laughs> you did what's wrong with you my r kelly <laughs> <laughs> i gotta pee her holy sh- yo let me pee you <laughs> you ever fucked the girl till she peed Kari, yo, 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 Kari. Hey, look, uh, Fredo Bang. Hey, uh, hey, Fredo Bang dropped, and um, and um, <laughs> well, we got Bad Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny. <laughs> um, no, but we're not doing this, Kari. Nah, bro. I was just playing. I was just playing. But no, yes, the, um, the song. Nah, bro. The song. Blue and Nicki Minaj loving the way. It's a great song. Like you said, we, we had heard the snippet, so we kind of already knew what we was getting. But um, like you talked about, Blue is just, he's becoming that artist that you know every time he puts out a song, it's not going to be bad. Like you said, bro, Blue hasn't made bad music in a very long time. And yes, call him Blue. I can't, yeah, it ain't Young Blue no more. Stop yeah, playing bro. with that man. Um, I can't think of the last time he's made bad music. I've been listening since 2018. Yeah, man. Blue Vandross. Yeah, Blue Vandross. Like, I don't know about that. We've been locked in ever since. Damn, that, that's crazy. Been on Blue for a while. That nigga's crazy with it. Um, yeah, very talented. To the point where I'm waiting on a new Blue album. His last album was what? During the pandemic? 2020, maybe? No, he dropped last year. An album? Yeah. Word? Mm-hmm. Uh, a great-ass album last year. Do I not like Blue like I think I like Blue? Yeah. Moon Boy. That's what I'm saying. Like I thought Moon Boy was 2020. That's why I was saying that. Um, <clears throat> okay. Still dropping one this year. Yeah. You could tell there's one on the way. And sure. um, he's compiling tracks. He's got this one that just came out, and he's got that one that came out with Neo. Oh, he was in the studio with Neo. I remember. I mean, he dropped that track. Oh, he dropped it. Okay. But um, I remember. <sighs> fucking beautiful music. We can go ahead and move on. <clears throat> Fredo Bang, like we were saying. <laughs> Fredo Bang dropped a track called Be Crazy. I like Fredo Bang. Yeah, this is somebody I, I, I was going to ask you because I know, at least to me, you've been telling me more about how much you like Fredo Bang. Like every time he drops something on Instagram or drops a new song, like you always the first one to send it to me. So Yeah, I've been listening to Fredo. Like I'm getting way, way more into it now, like mm-hmm. listening to his entire albums. But hot tracks of his like maybe a few here and there that to the point where like i knew he was hard um since the same time maybe 2018 19 yeah. um he had a video that blew up with the uh, eichner banks or something like that the guy with the ukulele um that walks around the something something but um ever since then i was like okay he blowing up this music is hard but I hadn't tuned much into his uh his last two albums. 
great. It's great music though. Um, yeah. and he's he's track for track with with this album. I mean, sorry, with this track. And dang, I forgot the name of the Adderall Addy. The last track that dropped uh, with the the dance that I was doing. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, but no, bro, he's just somebody that's just tearing up the streets. Like I see him all the time. I don't listen to him much, but the songs that I have heard and do listen to, um, I like him. So he's definitely somebody that I'm sure will continue to just grow on me. Uh, this song, Be Crazy, I actually had heard this before. Like we had linked up, I was like, yeah, bro, I'm fucking with that. And we can feel. I'm starting to. Now that we know rap more in the United States. The United States. Really. Um, the United States of rap? The United States of America. Um, <laughs> it makes more sense. He's a Baton Rouge rapper. Yeah. So his heat in the streets is very close to us. So we can. Oh, okay, that this, makes sense. This is what, I mean, not saying that he ain't hot and killing it. No. He is. But um, it's very close to home. So we've. that's, that's why, why all of this it. music is funneling towards us like right, that. Right. He's, We're going to he, hear it first. Damn, like he tried to make fun of my, my geographical reference. <laughs> I wasn't making fun. What? I said the United States of rap. Just belittle me. <laughs> no, just <laughs> nah, just bro, cut me to the quick. I wasn't even trying to make fun. My fault. No, I'm just playing. Um, but hard track out. Listen to this Fredo Bang, man. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you want to move on to the albums? Yeah. So we had mentioned ESTG earlier. Yes, sir. His album came out. Uh it was titled I Never Felt None. I really I I um I think this is on the tip. I've seen a Jim Jones interview. I think it was either Breakfast Club or Funk Flex, one mm-hmm. of the two. Um, it was to the effect of, if I was broke, my girl never felt that. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. If I was if I was down bad, my mama, my kids, my people, they never felt that. Yeah, like you would never know. Yeah, like until we get back. Like now, you might not have got you a Gucci bag this month. You might not have got a new car this month. But um, you never you never felt that. Right. right. I never felt nothing. Um, we just get back up. You feel that. <laughs> so and I like that. Okay. So I really believe that it was more towards the uh, that I never felt the hard times because that that's sure. how hard we was going for sure. Okay. Maybe so. Uh, that's live if it is. But um, the album came out like we mentioned. I was able to hear a few songs. I haven't finished this album. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, we had a busy weekend, like we said, but. Heard about maybe four or five songs. Um, How does no. it sound? Because yeah, I haven't heard a lot either. It sounds good. Now, there there are some, uh, actually about six songs, because the one with Jack Harlow, were you able to hear the Jack Harlow feature? No. In pre-pod, we were like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna tune into at least all the features, but we got we got busy pre-podding. Yeah, so they dropped a video for that one as well. That one's actually a good song. I, and, you know, before the album came out, I was like, okay, that's going to be one that I'm sure... They're going to probably push a certain way. So the video already came out and everything. But great song. I, I like that one. I did. Um, I saw some Instagram yeah, lives. Sure you saw the video, some, some nonsense. Yeah. They were like, oh, man, he fluked on the camera, man. Yeah, yeah and they dropped the video. Okay. Yeah, yeah so um, that one sounds good. Of course, The Hell. Remember, that one had came out a few weeks ago. We had heard that one. Love that one. And then they had The, the Future feature. So it sounded good so far. I'm going to definitely tie back in because I... We keep telling y'all, both of us, that, you know, ESTG, we, we see it. We see it. I know he's hot. I know he's probably one of the best rappers, you know, that's tearing up the street. So we're tuned in. Was I tripping or is there a Bryson Tiller feature on this album? Uh, yeah, there is. And I haven't heard And that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Bryson Tiller, yo, do your thing, nigga. I see what's going on. I see you trying to research. Yeah. Do you, 
it's been a long time since we've had a can this artist research topic deep dive mm-hmm. can bryson do this everyone i told you niggas get two and i say this every pod to the point where if you're a first time listener or I me mean, if you're a if you're a, a day one y'all already know what i mean we said it about chris brown um plenty of other people you get you get the research does he get this chance does, does bryson get to do this again yeah, you know, we kind of talked about this on, on the last part because I was, I was saying the same thing like you mentioned because he dropped that song called Outside as well that had the uh, Whisper uh, the whisper song sample and you didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. So uh, I, I still don't like it. Right, right. But yes, Bryson is trying to make his way back to answer your question. We And we talked about, you know, because anniversary, remember we talked about like how he wasn't fucking with anniversary, so now he's on his way back. No, the question is this nigga dropped Trap Soul in 2015 we just watched like like i said we watched chris brown research 2015 and the music went all the way back up you watched the last few months or the beginning of 2022 when he just dropped his new album and chris brown was back everywhere can can he do this again 2015 2016 like so look yes because i'm gonna tell you why because of social media so bryson tiller is a great artist who's probably going to put out great music, yes. But with social media, what he has to do is he has to be active. Bryson is quiet. He's reserved. So another reason why Chris Brown was so effective, yes, the music was good. But you remember he had that shit with his shows and the meet and greets. That was $1,000. Yes. Uh, he had conversations he was talking about when people, um, R&B is not dead. Like he was making noise to keep his name out there. People were constantly talking about Chris Brown. And the music was good. So Bryson Tiller made good music, but he has to be active on the socials. And this is what he's doing. Here's a feature on ESTG's album. What is that? You know what I mean? He was on Nav's album as well. Bryson Tiller needs to find out what works. Um, now, like you're saying, that that's true. But what you said about Chris, he had two different elements. The the social and the, you know, the meet and greets and the music hitting. Now, if Bryson, of course, we know he can make the music hit. He can do that. What worked for Bryson, and if you think about it, before we were even in that era, and we kind of mentioned it last pod, catchy words, mm-hmm. that shit will go insane on on Instagram reels and on TikToks these days. If he catches one song to where they can get a moment like don't, he's done not done i'm sorry but it's it's a wrap right like you kiss him goodbye he's fucking out of here again like he just needs to utilize that that social media shit the correct way mm-hmm. um you're right he could do it again yeah bro i agree i agree he can definitely do it but uh definitely looking forward to hearing that track on estg just hearing that yeah. the, the the entire album like i said i'm gonna finish it out and we'll have more to talk about on the next episode but um I'm sure it's sounding good. I know you weren't able to listen to many tracks either. So no, yeah, I was able to listen to even less tracks than you were. So you you're giving them a more concise pre-review than I am <laughs> for sure. Um, <clears throat> so we don't have to we don't have to stay in there. We can go ahead and get into news. Um, Bad Bunny's got the number one album again, Cardi. <laughs> that's that's the first thing. Uh, that's that's getting into news, but we're still in music. Yeah. We've been meaning to talk about this nigga burning the streets up, Kari. Jesus Christ. This nigga's hotter than herpes. Come on now. 
I know. You, you knew I was going to do it, Corey. Like, I've been teasing this joke all weekend. I know. God damn. <laughs> I didn't I think he was going to get it off. I don't know. if Was last time, was it about Bad Bunny, too, when I said it? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. That That's just the truth. <laughs> this, nigga's hotter than, this nigga's hotter than gonorrhea, fresh out the dick. Oh, my God. This nigga's hotter than gonorrhea ooze. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's hotter than gonorrhea ooze, bruh. This nigga is burning. Yo, fam. But, but back to what we were saying. <laughs> Bad Bunny is officially the the biggest artist of all time. If <laughs> facts at this point, they wanted to talk about Harry Styles being the king of pop. No, it's this nigga right here. He's the greatest artist ever. <laughs> He's on his way. Shit. I haven't He's heard not. one song from this nigga, and he is he is the fucking greatest man. I have, but I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Me too. I have. I, I wish I knew what the Me fuck too. he was saying because apparently he's talking that shit, Corey. Like, Gotta be, bro. For you to be, this is like nineteen, twenty weeks. I think he was on pace to sell like ninety five thousand. You're selling ninety five to a hundred thousand in the eighteen, nineteen, twentieth week of your album being dropped. That's crazy. The nineteenth week. You're on pace to sell almost a hundred thousand. Seventy-five percent of the rap game can't sell that in the first. He's doing it nineteen. Jeez, man, I want to know the total sales at this point. That's crazy. And it's not even like no bot shit because he's already in a league of his own. He doesn't need to pad the stats. Not it's yet. just him. He's, he's like that's like Drake padding the stats. Yeah, Drake doesn't yeah. have to pad the stats. I'm the one sitting at the top. I've got the game rigged anyway. I don't need to do that. Yeah. He has the game. Bad Bunny has the game rigged anyway. <laughs> so the numbers is real. I'm like, I don't know who he signed to, but he has these niggas in a, a, a Ric Flair figure four. I'm just trying to see like what, what it is, man, because it don't make no sense. I've never seen this before in my life. That's why I'm just I have so many questions. I'm curious. Who is he signed with? Did you, did you find out? Um, it's it's not a it's not an American major. It says Remus Entertainment. Shit, fuck it. Shout out to Rangers Entertainment then. This nigga is, is something different, man. It's pretty amazing, man. Like we said, I wish I could understand the music. But you know one thing that I think I'm going to do the next time it's available? Now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw the album cover, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> but one reason. And it's because he put a lot of love in the album. <laughs> right, it's because right, he put so much right. love in the album right, that it's shot to the top. <laughs> God damn it. Love I wins. I understand, bro. <laughs> uh, but now one thing, bro, that I really want to do, I swear. I swear to you, fam. I want to go to a Bad Bunny concert because I have heard those shows are crazy. I've heard he, bro. He's probably one of the best performers in the world as well. That's one reason why his music is selling so good, in my opinion. But I want to go to a Bad Bunny show. Recently, bro, he was just at the AT&T Stadium. Nigga, that's 80,000 people. He sold that bitch out. He jammed the freeways up, Corey. I know, bro. This nigga jammed the... And I know there was a mixture of things going on that evening. Right, yeah. But this nigga was... I promise you... I got caught in it. We're in Texas. I got caught in it. We're in Texas. And Texas is largely Hispanic. Yep. This nigga jammed the freeway up. And I, I want y'all to know, it wasn't just no no people uh, with sports activities or if there was a horse race, whatever the fuck y'all had going on. No, Bad Bunny jammed them freeways up. He brought the city out. And he brings, and I know this firsthand from past experiences with people, this nigga brings the fucking ladies mm-hmm. out. English, Spanish. Yep. It doesn't matter what you speaking. They came to just, like, now I know, I know women and men that... 
they say like, hey, the music just sounds good. Fuck the lyrics. Bro. The music just sounds good. And they go off that. That would be me. I know. I just, I want to know what he's saying. Like I do, but that would be me. Just for that experience, I just want to have that moment. I want to go me too. to a club or a concert and like you said, not even understand the lyrics, but just be around people having a great fucking time. No bullshit. No problems. There's great music playing, a great performer. Let's just vibe out. Absolutely. Um, in high school, coming out of high school, our, our first couple of years of college, we watched Jay Balvin mm-hmm. just fucking explode. And I thought that that was some of the biggest shit I had ever seen since fucking Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I swear. Um, this nigga's on uh, some different shit. Yeah, it's, it's times 100, bro. This nigga's on some different shit. Does he reach Mike status when it's all said and done? Drake has already passed Mike status as it means to numbers. Not numbers. I'm talking okay. about, I'm talking about like uh, recognition. He's already the Latin Michael Jackson in this bitch. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, crazy to say. Yeah. But no, I'm not saying I, I, I agree. Like, but it's just crazy to see it happen in front of you because we didn't get to see Mike's prime. You know what I mean? Even though I, I'm not like a, a huge fan of Bad Bunny, it's still crazy to see somebody do what he's doing right now. This shit is cr- like niggas, women go crazy for him like you fucking seen people go crazy over fucking Selena. Mm. And I'm not trying to say they the same or even compare. I'm just like watching niggas like... F- fall out go nuts on that michael jackson shit the same way you can start to compare a, a chris and an usher to a michael when you see those concerts and people falling out yeah. there's somebody season they're on their way to the hospital the ambulance is carrying them out niggas is running after his shit like fucking selena <laughs> he sold that bitch out like a cowboys game bro like that's that's why i was like oh no this is crazy <laughs> nigga it's to the point where we don't know a word he's saying we I've I've never and we didn't we don't listen to Latin music. I've never heard or have seen a Latin artist get this big ever. Like and I know I don't have I don't I'm not listening like I'm that but in all the way, but I'm saying it means something if I'm not tuned in and it's coming to me. I was about to say like as far as global like you said cuz we're not actively searching for Latin music or Bad no. Bunny specifically. No, but no, I we was tapped you. into J Balvin. He was doing some English shit too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. He was on rap songs. He was the one I was on Cardi. We shit. was tapped. <laughs> we yeah, was for tapped sure. in. Um, but I know what you mean, bro. Like he's so big that we don't have to search for him. Like it's getting put in front of us. J, not J Balvin. Um, Bad Bunny is just coming to us. Like, and it's just Bad Bunny. This Bad Bunny that bad to the point where we would have had to figure out who the fuck he was, even if we didn't do this show. All right. Shout out that nigga because I love it. He burnt. I, I love it. That, that nigga is musical herpes. <laughs> oh my god, oh musical herpes. This nigga is killing it, man. <laughs> Do not sit down on this nigga's chair. <laughs> musical chair. This nigga is musical herpes. <laughs> I do not want to play that game with that nigga. I do not bro. want to go. Yeah, like, imagine going on after him. Nah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even want to touch the mic, nigga. That's what I say. He closes out every show. Absolutely. <laughs> Niggas don't even want to touch that mic. He burning it up. No, sir. Herpes. Uh, <clears throat> let's get out of here. Roddy Rich. He's on the way as well. Feed the Streets 3 is coming. And it's an album this time, he said. Yes. Why do you think he's doing that? Why do, why do, okay. Because he didn't, never mind. Why do I don't I don't know today what to decipher or what to call a mixtape or an album. 
So this was started as a mixtape series. I, at least to my knowledge, I've always thought Feed the Streets was a mixtape series, um, but now we're calling it an album. I wonder if you get paid the same by the label because I know streams wise from the DSP, mm-hmm. they're gonna count the stream after a certain amount of listens the exact same, and it's like point zero 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 seven cents, some shit like that. It's bullshit. Right. But um, <clears throat> I wonder if. The label, when you're signing for this, this, that, if they give percentages differently for what you would consider an album or what you would consider a mixtape, because I don't know why it would be that big of a deal outside of it. Maybe so. No, you may be right. Outside of that, it could be um, something with the fulfillment clause within a contract as well. Okay. That can always be like, maybe, maybe we're trying to get off of the deal or maybe we're trying to get to the point where we can renegotiate is he in atlantic why the hell would he want to leave atlantic that's why i say it may just be um a renegotiation type thing it may not be leaving like you know maybe i just want a new deal type shit um but yeah there was a text message that roddy rich posted out there's a group text i'm not sure who was in it but he said the label don't want to count feed the streets three as an album because it's always been a mixtape series but the fans need it so let's drop it when i get off tour I don't see now. First off, I don't see any issue in him wanting to turn one of his greatest mixtapes of all time, uh, or not of all time, one of his greatest mixtapes of his career, um, into an album. Like if if one day Lil Wayne would have been like, uh, I want to turn No Ceilings into an album, No Ceilings the album, we wouldn't have been mad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this this has to be a label thing. I'm not mad at it. No, yeah, I'm not neither. And the don't music don't make a difference to me. I was just about to say, <laughs> what the fuck? if you're gonna have 16 tracks, there's gonna be 16, whether it's a mixtape or an album. If you're gonna have 12 tracks, it's gonna be the same shit. Right. If you recorded this song for it, it wouldn't have been different, whether it was a mixtape or an album. So let's do it. Yeah, I, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm on your side. If you're whatever the case may be, if if, if it is uh, something you know back at the label, I'm on the artist side. I'm on Roddy's side. Yeah, whatever we need to do, number one, to get the music out and to keep if we're making you more like money keep me comfortable right name it a fucking album unless there's some sort of clause or some sort of thing in there like we talked about to where it's it's considered different mm-hmm. now i'm starting to understand what's what the business side of it yeah, yeah. uh but looking forward to the music though feed the streets three you know hell yeah hell yeah roddy rich has has been you know on his way back from the little you know sophomore slump conversations that were going on so he's sounding good I'm excited to hear, bro. Come sounded back. good. Yes, sir. And like you said, Feed the Streets, we know what he's done with one and two. So if you're on that same tip, if you're on that same vibe, I already know that we're going to get some great music. Uh, Hope so. Really hope so. <clears throat> Metro Boom is on the way as well. Heroes and Villains, we uh we saw a snippet that he posted or that he, he got out to social media. Mm-hmm. He's on the way. New album. Yeah. Along with that, he dropped like the pre-save link. So you can go ahead and get that if you're into that. Um. But yeah, Metro, you know, he was quiet because you remember his his mother had was passed away. His mother was murdered. Yeah. Um, so he had been quiet. He took some time off, obviously. So for him to come back, uh, he's going to drop this sometime next month because it's like a Halloween theme as far as that video that he dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it, bro. Like Metro has never put out a bad mixtape. And I think it's just perfect. I think he's coming on some spooky like Halloween shit. So I think it's just going to be perfect for the time that he's planning to drop this. <clears throat> yeah man I, I can't wait on this um, I wish we were back in the days Where The DJ Or the producer dropping 
was a huge, huge, huge thing. Now, like for Metro Boomin, it's always going to be a big thing because he's one of the biggest in the game. But like in the early mixtape era or the early 2000s thing, like nobody was even going to listen to you as an artist unless DJ Drama was promoting you, mm-hmm. unless one of the bigger producers in the game, like if um, if if Funk Flex, if you weren't on Funk Flex's mixtape, not giving your first shit a shot unless the nigga with the clout was doing that. It was really the DJs that right. were putting niggas on um, on some DJ drama type shit. That's why everybody wants to work with him. He would validate niggas back then. Fuck. Um, now that we're in his pocket, we didn't talk Simba. Um, shout out Simba. He's got an album out that we'd actually get more into. Um, <clears throat> a Gangsta Grills album. Shit like that out. Um, so, um, yeah, but what was I saying about? Yeah, I wish the, the DJ era of popular albums was back. <clears throat> so what do you what are you, with you saying that like how do you feel about Metro and him about to drop an album? Um, it's gonna be loaded with great shit. This is gonna be what we've been wanting for the last two or three years out of DJ Khaled albums. Metro put in his last album and is gonna put in this album. Okay, he's just not f- flaunting it. Gotcha. He's here, but the last album, if you don't remember, with the Morgan Freeman tip, all that that was great. It was a great album. Yeah, that was a Savage Mode too, wasn't it? No, I'm, then I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the wrong one. Um, that was Savage Mode too. You're correct. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking of the one where there's the guy on fire not on the cover. Not all heroes wear capes. I think. Or yeah, some shit not like all that. heroes wear capes. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That's what I'm saying. I think this is gonna be like something similar to that. And I know what you mean. Like DJ Khaled, he goes and gets. Don't get me wrong, the A-list artists, and he puts them together. But Metro has a different... When he puts artists together, there's a different sound. And he'll put A-list artists and, together, no, too. No, yeah, he, he's definitely getting the best in the game. But he knows how to pick them, them who sounds like correlate or sound good together. DJ Khaled, sometimes, and I've said I've been critical, like, sometimes I feel like, yes, I know you want to get the best people in the game. But I don't think those two people match on this type of song. Metro... Is able. Metro. <laughs> he's able to take that, bro, and make it sound so good. Like your metro, your metro, your metro. Sonically, where I'm just like, I, I, I think I like his sound more right now than I like DJ Khaled. So that's why I'm looking forward to it. He's able to. DJ your Khaled metro, has your metro, a, your metro. Yeah, no, for real. Uh, <laughs> DJ Khaled has a sound um, that no matter what year it is, the year is going to be. A that year version of the DJ Khaled yeah, sound. Thanks. Metro Boomin has an everlasting, adaptable sound. He's a pro- a producer, mm. a, a, like you know. Mm. So it's DJ just Khaled's a DJ. It's just for, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> He's a producer. One's a producer. One's a DJ. No, don't do that, man. Um, We're starting to beef right now. No, no cap, playing, bro. Because I heard that they. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right, right. And he said, "Respect all DJs and producers, guys." Uh, yeah, because there's there's DJs that actually spun records back yeah. in the day, and now they produce on some DJ Khaled shit. Um, there are producers that just produce um, on the the soundboards and the shit like that, mm-hmm. like a Metro booming. And there's producers that don't do either of that. They just arrange the music. They might have thought of how the hook might go. They might have said, hey, no, say it like that. Like a Diddy. Diddy's not all over the boards. Diddy's not an engineer. And Diddy was not a DJ. But 
Diddy knows how music sounds good. So there's different types of producers. Right. Respect producers, man. Of course. Like like Kari said, respect producers. Of course. <clears throat> but like we said, Metro Boomin album coming soon. I don't know if we have a drop date though. I don't think there was an actual date on there. Um, but like I said, the pre-save link, you can check that out. Heroes and villains. We'll be checking that out. All right, man. Yeah, that's gonna that's probably gonna drop somewhere in the next month or month or two. Um <clears throat> I didn't wanna have to get into Bobby Schmurda. But my man, this is your guy. It, it is my guy. It's let, your guy, man. Let me let me just privy privy the the audience. So on social media, on Instagram, last week, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe Wednesday. Um, Bobby Schmurda posted something on Instagram, just talking shit. He was laying in the bed, and there were two, what presumed to be women, on the side of him. They weren't showing their faces. Their faces were covered up. But uh, they were under some sheets. They were all three in the bed. He was in the middle, two people on the side of him. To which, maybe a day or two after, there was a, a guy, or I believe a guy. <laughs> all right. Maybe trans. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be, I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to be sensitive to anyone's pronouns. Um, whatever that they, they were, they said that they were with Bobby and that Bobby loved them, but they were shy and didn't want to be under, I mean, didn't want to be on the camera. Mm-hmm. Right after that, Bobby deleted the video. Social media has been up in arms ever since. It doesn't look good just because we're coming from Bobby doing almost seven years in jail. Then we spin that back with Bobby not having hits out. So so people already have reason to talk shit about Bobby. Bobby's been doing questionable dancing on social media. Mm, interviews. Interviews. Sitting weird ways. Talking weird ways. Walking weird ways. <laughs> wearing weird things. Wearing weird things. Dancing weird ways. Yeah. And then the video comes out with these two girls under the vid- under the, the sheets. And then a guy says, no, I'm one of those girls under the sheets. And um, pretty pretty damn close as far as resemblance, huh? Possibly. As far as what I saw. Man. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just playing, bro. It's, it's fishy. Who knows, you know, who was actually there? It looks close. It does. It looks bad. Bobby responded. He just said, when the hate stops, they make up lies. Ah. When the hate stops... They start lying on you. That's the easy route. Man. That's the easy route. Uh, you know, they told him to say that. Um, I don't know, bro. You know, Bobby, I you know, I wish him the best. Uh, I hope he gets back to dropping that fire shit, bro. I still haven't had a song that has made me feel like, you know, Bobby bitch felt when I was You know, but who's your daddy? Uh, uh, who's your daddy? Nah, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Nah, fucking with that. Um, but I don't know, man. The, the the pictures, the video, it did look close to the guy who was claiming to be there. Um, Bobby deleting the video doesn't help his case. Insult to injury. Insult to Insult injury. Insult to injury, man. And then on top of that, now everything he posts, everybody in the comment section, all on his ass. They're like, okay, yeah, we hear what you're talking about in this video. But what about that video that you deleted? Bobby, turn your comments off. I don't know what's going on with Bobby, but um, if he turns his comments off, is he like, is it even worse? Oh yeah, 
Oh, he can't turn the comments off. That's damn near telling on yourself. He keeps posting, though. And then they're like, no, but Bobby. <laughs> they were like, Bobby, it was less than 72 hours ago. <laughs> we haven't forgot about Why? it. You still have to say something about this, Bobby. He's just trying to just pile us with content on content on content. That way we try to forget about he it. He thinks we're going to forget about this? No, nah, bro. First off. Not until we get some answers. First off, in most instances, I would say we don't care, right? Yeah, it do, it I does. I don't give two fucks, bro. I don't give a fuck. It matters though, Corey. It, y'all, it matters for him, his career, and who he is. Absolutely, but me, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I didn't I care, care when that when the Isaiah Rashad video came out, yeah, and care, we saw it. <laughs> I'm waiting on him to drop some new music, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give a damn. The only reason why it differs in situations like this is Isaiah Rashad. Never touted a street nigga. Never touted himself as a street nigga. Never. Um, and that means a lot to the streets. It doesn't mean anything to me. Um, it means a lot to the streets. Um, hope that doesn't sour anything with, with Bobby's career. Mm-hmm. Social media moves progressively. Um, it moves fast. I do think people will forget about this. Eventually. Yeah, you would hope so. But I, I know what you mean as far as um, that being maybe a slow thing that happens because the streets won't yeah because because bobby like you said um that's that's his reputation as a street nigga you know he grew up in in new york he um he did time like you said and um it can definitely affect him i would say you know maybe but hopefully it doesn't what is rowdy rebel saying right now i haven't seen anything oh he's no i I meant to to bobby (laughs) probably nothing but i was gonna say i think i think he's staying out the way it sucks, man. I've had to stay out the way before. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It sucks, man, because it's like, is that you? <laughs> like, just tell me. That's your mans, right? Just tell me if that's you, bro. That's your mans. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a hoochie daddy. <laughs> right. Um, man. All right, Bobby. Hope he prevails. <clears throat> New music. He just needs fire music. If he just makes fire music in the future, we'll be all right. Yeah, but he won't. And he's had over a year to do it. He has had a lot of time. Yeah, so I don't want to hear it, bro. But he hasn't dropped an album. And he hasn't dropped any great music. He's doing the Lil Boosie thing. What's the Lil Boosie thing? Do you remember how fucking long we waited when Lil Boosie came out of jail? It was like no. 2014, 13, something like that. No. But he came out. He was the the free Boosie thing was way bigger than the free Gucci thing. Yeah. Before Boosie got out, it was nothing but free Boosie. Once Boosie got out, then it was free Gucci. He had, I think, the biggest opportunity ever. Now, of course, he's older, and now he's where years passed in the 2020s, and he's honed in and started to seize that. Mm-hmm. But fresh out, had he dropped an album in Gucci Mane time, when Gucci Mane came out and then dropped Everybody Looking... Gucci Mane had a plan in in place. He he's just letting it ride out like like the Boosie plan. Um, I don't like the Boosie plan for uh for Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't worked. He's uh, too young. It's not working. And um, he he's having label issues and a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit going on with Bobby. But yeah, um, their plan didn't work. Rowdy is killing it still. He's that guy, man. <laughs> Sometimes you just you're just that guy. And sometimes roles reverse. Yeah, facts. Because before the lockup, it was 
Bobby's that nigga, and Rowdy's the one on the side. I remember mm-hmm. computers, the some of the tracks that he had, but um, came like coming out of jail. Rowdy is the one that's that's killing it. You know, Kodak had to go in jail for Jack Boy to pop. You dig? <laughs> Sometimes that's just the way it happens, bro. Like I said, so um, me though, Bobby. He's not doing it for me right now. I do <laughs> wish that um, eventually, you know, he gets over all the the hype because that's Bobby's learning social media. You got to understand, like he's this is his first taste of all of this, bro. He didn't have this, so I think he's still getting adjusted to this new life. That's and, why I don't think it's a guy, and he's not focused so solely on the music. Like Bobby is understanding, like I am a brand. He's a brand, bro. He obviously doesn't understand that. If that's a guy. But that's why I think it, it it can't be. Just just number one, as an artist, even if even if he was gay, let's say he was, um, he'd be posting that type of content face out. Or if he wasn't, or if he was trying to portray that he wasn't gay, he wouldn't have posted it anyway, like at all. Yeah, like what as we a, think as an artist, as a male hip-hop rap artists you can't be down low you gotta either say i'm this or i'm that because if you leave the discussion of the download it's just it's worse yeah and i mean you can leave the download thing going but you're you're just a video away from it all blowing <laughs> like, <laughs> like all the it. all it's waiting on is the the video like and then if you're down low and you were saying that you weren't but then it comes out that you were is it's over so niggas just need to stand on whatever ground that whatever way you swing, just stand on it. Don't do shit Please. that leave questions. Like don't post the video and delete it. I don't understand. Stand on it. And um I mean, I, I guess if you're not, <laughs> yo, don't take a video, man. Yeah, bro. Niggas gotta stop recording. Get off of the camera, man. Stop recording. Hang out with people that's for you like looking out for you and shit that, that's the all right that Damn. is the thing that that's always under that i never understood you niggas do realize it would only ever be word of mouth if you niggas never got <laughs> you niggas, <laughs> if y'all just took off if you niggas would just if you want to live phones. that life I, I do what you do right nigga have these niggas not real just stop recording yourselves oh just Take out the phone. I mean, put the phones away. This nigga Bobby was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. All that. All that. Yeah, yeah. Bro, like you said. Dude, chill. Yeah, yeah all that. It's crazy, bro. Literally, it, it would just be word of mouth forever. It would... Li- and you could always win that battle because it's like, you know that nobody has nothing to prove that. Luther Vandross died. <laughs> oh, did I just do that for y'all? Oh, I didn't... Oh, I'm... <laughs> I didn't know I, I didn't know we had listenership that, that this was gonna be their this was their intro to Luther was gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nigga talking about if only for one night. Why? <laughs> why 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 you can't get the pussy again? <laughs> no sir. Um Luther Vandross, man. Oh, man. But I'm just making an example. Luther went his whole life with just murmurs. Yep. Luther could have fucked any girl he wanted. Mm-hmm. All he would have said is, no, it's not true. <laughs> you niggas. <laughs> Easier said than done, I guess, man. You niggas want, want to be on OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> Shit. Bro. 
They want to be in public. That's that's the problem. Jimmy Smacks. Uh, never mind. <laughs> you niggas is Jimmy Smacks. Um, can I go on? Can we get out of here? Let's move on, man. Um, NLE Chopper said he is single. He's man enough to admit he's not ready and he has some growing to do. He sure fucking does. He's 19. <laughs> he's 19 years old. Now, the girl that he broke up with was 26, I believe. 26. That's that's older than us. Yep. Uh, Marissa Denae. I, I want to get into this because uh, how long were they dating? Not sure. I don't think it was very long. I'll try to find it. I'll go ahead. Can we address the double standards? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want to date a 19-year-old. Never never have my eyes on a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm 25. I don't want to date a 19-year-old. It looks a little weird with, when we do that, right? Uh, men? When men are older? Yeah, but I want to take this specific one. Like, us, say they were in a relationship a year. Okay. I mean, I was 25 dating an 18-year-old. Okay. That's weird for a guy. Yeah. That's That would be considered creepy. Absolutely. What is this for her? She's a cougar? Uh, okay, I see I see the double standard where you're going now. Um, me? I, I see, like an older woman, too. There's right, nothing right. wrong with that. I do, too, but I still think that's, that's like, he's not 21. He's 18, 19 years old. I still think that's a problem, even if it's a woman that's older. Oh, it showed to be a problem. Now, she, she was, she was very upset, it looked like. Oh, uh, yeah, she was crying, very emotional, posted videos, um, you know, stories. All over social media. The thing that, and I don't really want to go back and forth on the makeup breakup shit. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you expect out of a nineteen-year-old? This nigga's been out of. Of course, he's famous, so I'm sure he he hasn't been in public grade school type systems in a long time. But this nigga would have graduated high school last year. What did you expect from a nigga that? Did not own, he didn't even have the the growing up of finishing high school. Facts. Um, like you said, <laughs> 18, 19, and has millions of fucking dollars. Millions of dollars that him and his kids just spent, like not his kids, him and his friends that are kids right. just spend all day. Like I remember, I, I've seen this video a million times of, of them harassing a, a person at a Target <laughs> when they shoot and the nigga kills himself with facts, the, facts, the Nerf facts. gun. Yeah, yeah. You thought that was the nigga that was going to be serious with you, man? Facts, because bro, if you're, if you're telling me myself jakari at 18 19 that i'm going to have millions of dollars but i'm going to be dating somebody that's 26 so mm-hmm. now at 25 knowing how i was at 18 there was no way i would have been given a 26 year old my attention the way that she's expecting it she's expecting a, a 25 26 year old attention from an 18 year old at 25 i feel points of inadequacies for women right. like of, of myself that like i don't know if i can provide this 18 no sir now of course yes million millions of dollars you can provide what you need to financially mentally now of course if if we want to talk about it we can we can just look from the outside and say um from the nle chakra type of thing that <laughs> that this kid mentally has matured quick like and even though he posts street music he makes street music I can even tell in NLE Chopper, he's smart as hell. Yeah, he is. He he he's got a super, super duper good head on his shoulders. Um yeah. super. Yeah. And that's probably what she saw in him. But 
still 19 if this nigga's if this nigga's got like his chakras aligned trying to think of herbal ways to to save the world by 18 <laughs> he's got his head on his shoulders he's something. yeah he's on to something yeah. but um too young man like you just you're not ready for that shit yeah, nobody I'm, is i'm sure like like i said she's coming at it she's probably had relations i don't know her story but you would think at 25 26 you've been through it she's has experience that he just doesn't have and even though you may try to explain it to him y'all may have conversations he may be in agreement y'all may be on the same page when you leave that conversation everybody but, grows at their own pace but when they really get down to understanding and how shit really is if you ain't been through it yeah if you ain't been through the thick the mud you can't explain it you can't feel it you know what i'm saying so the ringer relationship wise yeah fact so i'm sure that that probably is what it came to in their relationship like i said i'm not sure i'm just you know talking but i would think it probably would boil down to something like that like she's coming at it with hey i need this type of attention here or i want to have the conversation this way and bro just hasn't had those experiences yet at 18 well it actually didn't boil down to that car what it boiled down to was he stated he wants multiple wives. Oh. Not girlfriends. What he wants in life is multiple wives. To the point where I've seen them call him NLE polygamy. <laughs> Spoken like a true 19-year-old, huh? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah, nothing but a little Lou Williams in him. You he, got, he got that Lou Will, that, that Clay it. Thompson blood in him. Yeah, bro. Little six-man action, bro. Yeah, like ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's it, man. <clears throat> and, I mean, he got the bread to get it off. I mean, if that's really what he wants, if this is truly... That's know, what he said, out of mouth. In early, I know, but I'm just saying, if this is truly, truly what you want, you can make it happen, bro. I've never done that before, but um, that sounds like to any 19-year-old, like a walk through the Garden of Eden. <laughs> For anyone who, like I said, has gone through it again and is our age... That sounds like a fucking headache. Mm-hmm. I don't want two to three girlfriends. I'm no way, no way. That shit not fun, bro. That shit not cool. Uh, it's really lame. I so, don't even mean lame. I just mean like that is going to be the most stressful situation he would ever deal with. It's lame if they don't know. If the women don't know. Oh well, uh, if they know now. I mean, yeah, multiple wives knowing now that's what I'm that that they should know. That's that's what I think he means. Right, but no. Uh, that shit would be stressful. That shit would be time consuming. It would be a lot of emotions that would be involved. A lot of money involved. A lot of money. Um, so no, that's not something that I want any parts of. I'm cool with just one. Yeah, no, you're you're not you're not getting me in that one. I don't need multiple. Wives. I don't need the thruple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the thruple. I don't have time for it, bro. But like I said, spoken like a true teenager, a true nineteen year old. Um, but if that's really what he wants, he has the the finances uh to make that happen but shout out nle chopper knowing his worth um not not staying inside of a, a relationship i'm not even i don't mean the multiple wives thing no i mean like you mean leaving um, the relationship yeah leaving the relationship knowing that that's not the situation that you want to be in and healthily healthily relieve uh relieving yourself from that situation right before you ended up doing something like cheating some shit like that you know mm-hmm. so shout out him i hope well, hopefully i'm saying that and he wasn't actually cheating, and that's how this this whole thing prompted. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> Damn it, Ellie. I wish I knew his first name. I should be like Nathan, Nathan Ellie Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Chopper. <laughs> oh 
no, I just know. I know it's no love entertainment, but uh, I want to know what his Bryson. That nigga look like a Bryson. All right, man. I think I've I think I've heard that before. Now that I'm saying it, <clears throat> we can go on. Whitney Houston, man. Another Whitney Houston biopic is on the way. Yep, this one's gonna be titled "I Want to Dance with Somebody." I watched the the trailer. This one actually looks good. Outside of the BT things with the Bobby Brown story mm. um, and seeing her there, I haven't seen anyone do it good. So, seeing the previews, this actually looks like it'll it'll do it'll do right. And they've actually scored Whitney's actual voice, and I think they've got Whitney's music. So I think okay. that means that means a lot. That means whoever is behind her music. They're willing to work with this one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, um, if that is the case, um, I wish them the best with that because, like you mentioned, this is going to be the actual first feature film. There are stories, documentaries, like you mentioned, that are out there, but this will be the first feature film. Um, so I hope that this turns out to be great. They say it'll be in theaters December. Oh, this is in theaters. Theaters, December 21st. Fire. Because the most of them were the straight to TV That's ones. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. This was so, going to theaters. Uh, they they casted a, a British actress. Her name is uh, Naomi Aki. She mm-hmm. will be the one that's playing Whitney Houston. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that, man. I, I'm loving that. It's seeming like we're we're getting to the point where a lot of people are realizing there are stories that need to be told from our people from from music. We're getting a lot of more documentary series, uh, movies, and things like that, that that have been coming out. So this is another one. Of course, Whitney Houston, you know, had her had her times where things may have seemed off. But when it came down to that music, when it comes down to singing, there are not too many more people in this world who are have ever sang better than Whitney Houston, bro. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing that story or watching a movie to learn more about her story. There might not be a like a, I said my my favorite always would be like Anita Baker, but voice wise being able to like, blow like bro, like there's there's not one better than Anita Baker. I said Anita Baker, my <laughs> uh, than Whitney Houston. There's there's not one better than Whitney yeah. Houston. Whitney Houston. In her tiny body, carried the voice of a three hundred pound woman. Man, like she like, had a fat woman's voice. I don't, I don't know how she was able to sing like that, fam. I've watched videos of Whitney Houston like really sing from like her fucking soul, from her stomach. It's great, and I'm just like, bro, it's amazing. This biopic should be great. Looking forward to it. I came to call your inconsistency out, Corey. Why? I came to call your coonery. What I say? Um, if you go back to the list. I've already added it. Um, <clears throat> Kari has taken the liberty over the weekend to defy all of Mike Tyson's wishes. And he tuned into the Mike Tyson Hulu biopic, you fucking fucker. <laughs> nigga, we on strike right now. <laughs> this nigga out here blunted up, um, eating snacks, watching Mike Tyson. What is what what what's 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 to you, man? Let me tell my story, man. What is what is to you? No, no, let me tell it for you. He walked in my house, right? Corey walked in my house and he was like, bro, you will not believe this. He was like, I was just scrolling on Hulu. And he was like, bro, I got plenty of other things to watch. But he was like, man, fuck Mike Tyson. And he don't punch that hard. And he started the fucking show. What do you what's to you? Can I tell the truth now? Go ahead. My mind's the truth, but go ahead. Friday, I hit the barber shop, man. Shout out to my barber, Chris. Oh, the barber, quote unquote. Uh, walked into the barber shop. He had. He has a mobile barber. He comes to the house. Nah, bro. Nah, <laughs> the shop. 
uh, but I walked in and he had the TV on on the Hulu. Mike Tyson was playing. Um, so I get in a chair and I look and I'm like, oh. And I ask him like, is this is that is this the new Mike Tyson? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So it was on accident, bro. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't say, hey, can you put that new shit on? It was already on. But Kari came in bragging to me on how good it was man so look what i was able to see you know because you know you only in a shop for like 30 minutes to an hour or whatever so just one episode i didn't know there were episodes yeah as well so i saw one episode it's a biopic series where they basically talked about like how uh his his come up and how he got with robin Givens and just on his way to just being you know mike tyson bro like it was it showed it was, her it showed him fucking her up no, I see. I didn't get to that. I just got Damn. to the beginning of their relationship and um, them getting married. Okay. But what I saw, it looks good. It looks good. And I said, yeah, I did say I wasn't gonna watch, but bro, like, what was I supposed to do? Get my hair cut with my eyes closed absolutely, the whole time? Absolutely, shame on you. And like, on, I would have, I would have flipped my front camera and showed I had my eyes closed the whole time just so I could send it to Mike Tyson. And be like, look, look, they doing it, <laughs> but fuck that, Mike. I ain't doing. It. Look, I, I pity the fool. So let me call you out because when we when we first mentioned this, you said, "No, nah, fuck that, I'm gonna watch it." Yeah, I was joking, guys. Like oh. I was, I was, I was lying for the pod. Word. If you were to open my Hulu, this is still sitting, episode one, season one, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. I have, honest to God, refused to watch it. And there have been points in time where, like, I've had nothing to watch or i've watched the same hulu thing yeah. uh, or i've been watching a series to the point where i'm at season five episode six of this cooking show and i'm like bro just find something else to watch yeah. and tyson or mike or whatever it is it's just sitting right there i ignore it every time man see so that's just crazy. like you do with wu-tang that's crazy you tried to call me out like that bro i ain't tapped in since i since i left the barbershop no it's crazy because <laughs> I, mean, I know you tapped in bro i know you got it at your house i know nah, you've been tapped in bro Nah, I ain't, I ain't tapped in, but it did look good. But I'm on Mike's side. Um, if they're trying to do that shit without his permission, fuck them. No cap. <clears throat> A lot of people have been saying, fuck Lil Mermaid. I know, bro. What's been going on with this shit? Okay, so there's a new live action Lil Mermaid coming. And it looks like Halle Bailey. Was it, it was Halle, right? Mm -hmm. Halle Bailey will be playing Ariel, the main character. Right. The mermaid from The Little Mermaid. Right. Which was great. Did you see all of those videos of uh, like the little kids, their first time seeing, they were like, she looks like me. She's black. It was resemblant to little kids and the Black Panther first time. Yeah, type first shits. time. Absolutely. It was great, man. I saw a lot of videos where um, I was I would just say that representation matters. Yeah, it definitely matters. It definitely matters. Um, <clears throat> But. Social media, because it's social media and it's full of a bunch of fuckheads, it's going up in arms. White people, sorry guys, hate to say it, and it's not just white people, but white people don't like that Halle Berry is playing The Little Mermaid because Ariel is traditionally white. Right. So uh, representation doesn't matter to everybody. Representation lives don't matter. Well, even... Even in what I just said, it will prove. Yeah, it'll show more. It does yeah. matter Not because yet. they're proving it. It does that because they don't want us. You know, they, I don't understand why a Disney movie means it that much. That's always been my fuss when when this conversation is brought up about any character. I all, 
always are on the stance or like it's not even that serious to me like whether or not the character is black white yellow orange why does it matter it only matters to me in the instance of the early disney days before any princess or queen or whatever it is is diverse it only matters if 50 60 70 80 90 years go on and there's only one color gotcha that's that's what would matter now you get more like the princess and the frog moana mulan things like that but if if you were to only get one forever that's where i could see a problem but now that we're gotten like we've gotten diverse we can interchange we can match and we brought this up pre-pod if the princess and the frog were to be white or if they were to make a new one and they were white or a live action when they were white i wouldn't trip i'm not tripping yeah but i'm not i do know black people they would probably trip yeah, but, but they shouldn't facts and it's just it's just bigger things to worry about Big, out here for me brandy played cinderella yeah like whitney played the uh the I forgot it wasn't a magic yeah. genie, but like something like that. it was like her fairy godmother or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. We watched Hillary Duff do the same thing on a, in another Cinderella story type shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody said shit back then. Why are we saying this about Hallie being the little mermaid? We watched there are black people, um, you know, back in the days of maybe like five, six years ago, and they're still doing them now where ABC or NBC will do a live action. They do that all the time with black people. Yeah, white people too. And they'll switch them in and out. They just did the uh, the Beauty and the Beast one a couple years ago. wasn't that big a deal. Now they did make the, they did do that. Do you remember a couple years ago when the Beauty and the Beast came back out and they made the teapot gay? Everybody just fucked. oh yeah, everybody was. Oh crazy. my god, <laughs> it's a fucking teapot, man. Like, like what? What are y'all gonna fuck the teapot? <laughs> you teaching kids bullshit. I don't care what he is identifying as, bro. It's not gonna make the movie that much better or that much worse. I don't understand. And that's another thing that, like, it, I didn't see is that bad, especially because like they were promoting both in there. Um, teapot was gay, but we still had the Beauty and the Beast heterosexual. We, it's all in there, man. Just, just dumb. Um. But back to the Little Mermaid, I don't see the problem why the mermaid can't be black or any other color. You know what I mean? From what it's traditionally been like, it's not going to take away from the impact that the that the movie is going to have on little children, on little girls who see a mermaid or who see a princess or whatever the character may be at that specific time. <laughs> Representation matters, bro. Like when we see, like you said, Black Panther fam, when Black Panther first came out. Everybody was throwing up Wakanda. It was Wakanda forever, like everywhere you turn. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like it's that same effect here. There are little girls who are going to see a character that they can look up to. A couple of these can't be done, though. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> a couple of characters? You can't have white Mulan or black Mulan. So, look, yeah. So, Mulan and Stitch can't be white. Right. When, <laughs> when the show or the movie is about cultural, that particular, like, person, like the little mermaid. It's just like a mermaid. Princess and the Frog. It's just, Cinderella. Right, right, right. Like Moana can't be she's, white. That's a person. That's that's cult. Yeah. Right. You um, know what I mean? Pocahontas can't be right. white exactly. or, or black. I, I don't mean to just say white. Like black too. Now, right. we talking Asian. I mean, not Asian. We talking, we talking Indian. I mean, Pocahontas <laughs> might. 
you know, we know we got a little chicken saw in this motherfucker, <laughs> little Cherokee Indian, this bitch, little little, little Navajo, little not what is it, Navajo? Navajo, yeah. <laughs> I almost said Nahara. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was hooping. <laughs> that nigga Nahara was hooping, man. You stupid. <laughs> I nigga Nahara. Nahara, bro. You remember that win? Holy shit. I do remember that win. That win. What was that, like 10 years ago? Yeah, bro. It was a very long time ago. That's yeah. crazy. Shout out my nigga Nahara. Yeah. I want to see if you're alive. But uh, Thanks. is Nahara alive? I don't know because I don't know his first name. So we'll never find him. Yeah. We'll just look up Mavericks Nahara. Yeah. I'll try to find him. <laughs> How funny. do you spell Nahara? We're fucked. Nahara. Nigga, it's a J, probably. It's a J in there somewhere. Let me try to spell bro name, bro. Nah. You know how fun I used to have doing Raha Bell when I was little? <laughs> Nigga, that's Raja, stupid. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but while you're looking that up, I want to get into our next topic. And hopefully y'all aren't watching us on YouTube. Uh, and if you are, enjoy five of these ads. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but YouTube is actually testing out switching in between one to two ads during their breaks to... Five to ten ads during breaks. What the fuck? They're trying to get us to buy that. Uh, what's it called? YouTube, YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium or YouTube TV? Doing all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Premium. So TV because I have TV that doesn't stop the ads. Oh, you it just gives get, you cable channels. Yeah, you have to get Premium to actually stop the ads. Okay, I have a I have a free YouTube uh, Premium trial, but um, what what is that running? I'm not sure what it's running, but I will say... Yeah, while you give your insight, I'm going to actually see what, what we're running for this. I've had a conversation with a gentleman who told me that he has YouTube Premium. And he told me... Probably convenient as fuck. He compared it to before and after, right? So he said, you know, before or whatever. It's just like how we feel. It's just like that's what we used to, boom, boom, whatever. Bro, he said after he got YouTube Premium and he stopped getting the advertisements on YouTube because this, this is somebody who uses youtube frequently he was like he doesn't understand why he never did this before so it's made me think about it i know the price tag what's the price i know it's you get outrageous. one month for free then sixteen dollars or 15.99 a month and with that you get ad free and background play so you can watch videos uninterrupted by ads while using other apps or when the screen is locked now i know even now you can use it with other ads it's just mm-hmm. gonna put it on the home screen but mm-hmm. you can't do it with the screen uh locked and we haven't been able to do that since like 2011 and i've missed that facts um you also get downloads you can save videos for when you really need them like when you're on the plane or commuting that's fire i did not know that anything on youtube allowed you to download videos even if there was a premium yeah. um and the last one you get YouTube Music Premium, which uh, you can download the music app and listen without interruptions. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So fifteen ninety nine, you said for a premium a month. That's worth it because I think I watch more YouTube videos than I watch TV. Facts number one, yeah, and I don't pay sure. anything for TV. For sure. Two, I can download this shit for offline. Three, I can stop using Apple Music. Yeah. So I, I will say if shout we- out Apple. If we do get to the point where they extend the ads and they do make them as long as they're claiming, because right now, yes, I the advertisements are annoying after a while, but they're not so bad where you can't put up with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay with having advertising now, but if they change it, I would definitely look into investing in YouTube premium. 
I think I'm thinking about it right now. Now, if it wasn't for me still having and I've been removed from college for a long time, if I didn't still have a college um, Apple Music subscription that's five ninety nine a month, if I was paying the ten ninety nine a month, I might go ahead and use the fifteen to get free ads and downloads, and that takes my ten ninety nine from Apple Music, and I'll be using the YouTube Music Premium app instead. Makes sense. So you get bang for your buck, yeah. yeah, yeah. Except there's, I'm sure there's music that's on Apple Music that's not on YouTube yeah. yet. But um, I I would need to. I'm gonna use my free my free trial, and I'm gonna check this out. Okay. So <clears throat> maybe maybe in the next four, five, six pods, tell us how you feel. Yeah, about it. letting you guys know how I feel about a uh, YouTube Premium. Okay, so we're in Kanye. Do you have you have more on Kanye? Kanye left Gap. Oh yeah, so we had said on the on the last pod that he had said once the deals run out, I think Gab was like twenty thirty and Adidas was twenty twenty six. Right. Once we got to that point, he was like, "I won't renew my contract." Right. This was just the last pod, guys. You said we we baby those are my baby mamas at this my point. Baby mama, this was just the last pod. This was just Thursday. I kid you not. When we woke up on Thursday morning, Kanye said, "You know what? I changed my mind." If y'all can terminate this deal now, I'm ready. I'm ready to get out. So it was reported that he is terminating the partnership with Gap over the company's alleged breach of contract. Um, so like we said, they announced the partnership back in 2020 um, under a collection of the Yeezy clothing that would be developed. But it says that the Wall Street Journal obtained a letter from Kanye lawyers notifying Gap that he has decided to terminate their contract. And Kanye probably was looking for any little clerical error or any little error that they could have made that could have proven in court that there was a breach of contract. Him and Kanye's team for the last two weeks have probably been studying what have they fucked up that we can go to court and get the hell out of this deal right now. And I don't think Gap has done anything super sour besides maybe not putting him on the board. Um I don't I don't even know if Adidas is now I I know that there's things that they're running without him but I know that's regular day-to-day Adidas business. I knew that they were going to start fucking doing business without him with those those Yeezys. Mm-hmm. But um I really think Kanye could be comfortable at both of these places. He's just at the point where he's totally realized the market of his his product without without a collaborator. This is going to be my question. You you pretty much already answered it. I don't think there was really that much of an issue with the brands as far as the relationship between Kanye and Gap and Kanye and Adidas. I think Kanye has really just been on some like, fuck everybody, guys. Fuck the industry. Fuck these collaborations. Fuck these brands and companies. So I was going to ask you, like, if that's the case, if that's what you think, why do you think he's doing that? Imagine if a rapper, and I'm, I'm, I like to make analogies. <clears throat> Imagine if a rapper's signed to a major, let's say Atlantic. They're treating him well. He's making good bread. He's doing good there. Um, and there might be one little trip or hop or uh, one little hiccup at the label. Now I'm starting to look at everything crazy. And I'm going towards the books I've gotten with my lawyer. And I see how much money y'all are making off me. Yeah, I'm rich. I'm up 10, 15 M's. Oh, you niggas have made 50 M's off my albums? Kanye is really just on the point where 
okay, you've built my business up to the point where it's the most popular fucking thing in the world. Now I'm going to leave you niggas and I'm going to do it by myself and just make all the money 100% just me. Because I have the leverage. I have the money. I have the infrastructure. I have the real estate. Yeah. I have the the warehouses. Let's just move it. Yeah. So, like, I've been paying attention to Kanye and I think that's what he's been doing. But I'm, I don't know why. So, of course, for his own benefit. But I think there's more to it. I think he's trying to he's, – he's wanting to give us a message. But I don't know what the message is. Like, do we – are you wanting us to say fuck everybody? But what benefit are we getting out of it? Like, what are you gonna do for us moving forward? Like, that's that's just where I've been up in the air with Kanye. I feel like Kanye just wants he wants that Bill Gates status, and he's not looked at it. Even though he has the money of some of the biggest of the biggest, he's not looked at it like that yet, because everything that he's done has always made him money in part by a collaborator instead of his business being the one that niggas collaborate with him. It's time for for him to be IBM alone, for him to be Microsoft alone, for him to be Steve Jobs with, with his Apple alone. Not not Steve Jobs integrating with Microsoft, integrating with the, It's time for Kanye to stand alone with his craft and with his product and be the best in it alone to where I can be looked at is the greatest. Okay. I really think that's what it is. Some shit is about the money, and I think it's about the money too. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit, but with Kanye, there's more. Kanye always has been somebody that he's setting his foot in the ground or his feet in the ground as the greatest in this. And and it's always like foreshadowing. Like Kanye has always made ruckus for like a, a certain period of time. Where and when he's trying to like explain it to us, we don't get it at that time. Yeah. Then you fast forward like two, three, four years later, and it's like, guys, now everybody understands. And he's like, you remember when I told y'all that story three years ago that this shit would happen? So that's why I'm like, what, what is this with the brands? Because you were so excited just two years ago. The the gap deal was in 2020. Y'all had this big campaign. How Kanye used to work at Gap, and it was like the the they treat the him American, like a nigga. The American dream story. They treat him like a nigga, Corey. Like, imagine. Oh, it's I'm just I'm, I'm asking because I'm know, hurting bro. because I'm feeling what Kanye's feeling because I follow Kanye like right, that. That's why I'm asking. Corey, imagine just just any money that you take home. The company's going to 10x that. OK. Imagine this nigga making a billion dollars, turning himself into a billionaire off of these niggas. Right. Adidas has never sold fashion like they're selling it right now. Not since the fucking since Run DMC. <laughs> they're not doing like they're not doing those type of numbers. And he's the biggest thing that's ever happened to their their clothing. Mm-hmm. He's ten x ten. I, I said, "Wow, I'll, I'll call you ten. That's crazy, um, Kari." <laughs> um, imagine if he's made a billion. They've ten x this shit done things that he's never or the company's never ever thought Mm -hmm. you won't even put me on the board okay that's what i was going to say so now i see gap two you won't even put me on the board now i see it's i'm doing so much for you guys you guys are getting so much off of my name but i don't have any say you can't i can't make decisions and when i try to get another position when i try to say something i can't and and let me, just for the the listeners that may not know the board, um, when you when you set up a corporation, you have to have a board. Those are the people that vote on everything to what gets passed within the company. Mm-hmm. 
I've made you niggas this many billion dollars and I can't even make a decision on what happens. Or when you make a decision, I can't even vote on it. You just take my fucking money and my art. Okay. Over a gap too. Got you. That's why. It's making sense. Fuck these niggas. It's making sense. So that's why I was saying, I know his standpoint now. And no equity. I know his standpoint now where it's like, I'm the brand. You know what I'm saying? Um, And him leaving, of course, he's already built everything. Like you mentioned, he's built himself. So I get his stance. But I was just saying, like, for us as the fan, what are you... And maybe he's not. Maybe this has nothing to do as far as, like, I want to give you guys a message as well. Maybe he is just doing something for himself. But I was just saying, like... I think everything he does is a message for the fans. But what is it here? That's what I'm saying. Like, I just... I'm getting now what we're talking, but that was where my question came from. Kanye's still on that ownership tip. He's been on it forever. And, like, uh, I remember when he talked about it uh, when he got on Clubhouse, he was like, man, we need to get the fuck off these apps and stop signing with these niggas if we're not getting no equity. And I remember, I think I I remember something about Adidas won't give him equity in the company. Of course, if you give them anything, he has that percentage of the company in ownership. Right. Well, I make this for you. I can't have... 1%, 3%, 6%, 1%, 3%, 6%, 6%, or... So, no, no, fuck these niggas. Fuck them, yeah. Okay. Fuck these niggas. I, and when I pull this sure. merch, drown. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you find another nigga in here that can create like Kanye. Yeah. You're not. And also, I had just heard rumors, um, but I think they found somebody. Um, somebody had said Kanye was going to go be the head at, at uh, LV, mm. post-Virgil. But... Um, I've, I've I've heard that. I don't... I don't think that's what... I don't know how true it is, but yeah, if, I've heard If that. fucking Gap and Adidas won't put Kanye on the board, it's not It's not going to be LV. It's not going to be none of these fashion labels. Yeah, and if... I mean, uh, companies. And if Kanye... I mean, uh, and if Gap and Adidas can't keep Kanye happy or under... Not under control, I don't mean that, but... um. In a state where he doesn't have to go off on you niggas every two weeks, nobody L- can. LV fucking can't. Nope. <laughs> no way. No fucking way. You know who can? Kanye West. Yeah. He's better off just creating in his own. Yeah. Um. These are. He was mad at Adidas. That was another reason why he said he was getting out. Adidas promised. That was the breach of contract Um. Uh. for Gap. My apologies. That was the breach of contract because he promised. They promised by the end of January 2023, they would already have, I think, 20 different stores throughout the United States, just Yeezy Gap. Not Gap, Yeezy Gap already put up, but at this point, there's still zero. Okay. So um, they they had already breached up contracts. So I guess by a certain point of this year, they were already supposed to have a certain amount of those up and running. If you haven't, if you've realized there's been a lot of those Yeezy Gap pop-ups, but uh, no real stores. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, that was lengthy. Brittany Griner, I know you thought we forgot. I hope y'all didn't forget. <laughs> As we know, Brittany Griner has been sentenced to nine years in Russian prison for that possession of uh, that that illegal substance. We think that was uh, marijuana pen or a dab pen, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's been sitting over there to the point where we almost forgot. You know, I kid you not. Um, it was pre-production last for, pot. for last pot. I said this to you. We had a whole conversation about the whole, you know, everything just surrounding the situation of how it's just transpired since she was first 
um, arrested back in like February of this year. Right. But I had said, bro, look, nobody's even talking about Brittany Griner anymore. After she got sentenced, after the negotiations had started and they quote unquote failed, I was like, bro. And I didn't forget. No, I'm saying like no. I'm just talking about the outlets, the we, media. We yeah, we just started to notice that y'all forgot the media outlets. Like nobody was saying anything. I was like, what's what's going on? Yeah, they had a quote unquote negotiation. They asked for Russia had asked for a guy. We yeah. asked for Brittany. Mm-hmm. Russia added a guy, and then we just heard it just stopped. Just I guess the negotiation stalled, and nobody said nothing. We just went on about our lives. Uh, Phoenix was was playing. In the playoffs, WNBA playoffs, nobody said anything. Terrible. Um, To the point where up until now, we know they finally had a conversation over the phone, Brittany's wife and I think the president. Mm -hmm. This is going into October. This will probably happen in October, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, President Joe Biden is just now to meet at the White House with the family members of Brittany Griner and uh, the Michigan corporate security executive, Paul Whelan. They're both uh, still in jail over in Russia. Paul Whelan, he's been he's been a, a prisoner of war, uh, I think. Either he just got uh, he got held over there, or it's it's the same thing. They're in war, prisoner <laughs> of war. I, I was trying to say it like he was in war, but he's just a prisoner of war over there. Gotcha. I forgot about him, Kari, because we took every political instance into hand on why it's taken so long to get Britney out. Mm-hmm. He's been in longer than Britney. And these white folks are going to go fucking crazy if Britney gets out before Paul Whelan. That's why they were, they had to include his name as well. Mm. <laughs> mm. They had to do that. Come on now, it's politics. This is crazy. They're just now meeting? It was, it was slow. So one thing we were talking about, uh, just to give a little quick refresher, but when Britney Griner was first arrested, there wasn't even a lot of backlash or outcry when she first got arrested. It it took it took like the basketball industry making noise, wearing Brendan Griner's shirt, saying free Brendan Griner before we heard anything from the outlets, from the president, yeah. from the White House. So we were just talking about that as far as like, you know, they really didn't care from the jump. So once it got to a point where shit stalled, it was easy for nobody not to say anything about it anymore, you know. Um, but yes, like you mentioned, bro. If he, I mean, if if they get Britney out before they get Paul Wheeling out, it would cause some controversy. So that's why they were trying to include him, you know, along in the, in the negotiation. So maybe that's the reason why it stalled. But for them not to have met coming up on October, um, like we said, and she was arrested, I believe, in February. Yes. That makes no sense. Well, let's let me make it make some sense. Um, I'm on my childish Gambino, Donald Glover. This is America shit. Um, so let's just give the harsh truth that hurts and it, it even hurts my feelings because we want BG home. Um, we're in America. That that side over there, Ukraine, Russia, they're in the heat of war. Um, not already. It was it was the worst type of timing. I just I hate it was this type of time for, for this to happen to mm-hmm. Brittany Griner's situation. So we the war has just opened up. Joe Biden's trying to do anything he can to aid Ukraine, but not piss Russia off. All right. So in enters Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner has weed on her, weed concentrate, whatever it is, going into Russia, communist Russia. She's black. 
She had weed on her and she's gay. We love all of that. America don't like that. The face of America don't like that. Um, To the point where I'm sure when this made it to the White House, this was on some. If y'all don't fucking get the fuck out of my face with this <laughs> shit, we have bigger fish to fry yeah. than getting this basketball player out of jail that, that got herself there. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just depicting from, their a, point a, of view. A, from the White House standpoint. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, of course, like I said, with Paul Whelan, a prisoner already over there, we're going to go get the black gay girl first, the hoops. They got caught on the weed charge first. Who put herself there. That's big. That's why they're stalling. We want Brittany Griner to come home. Roderick Taylor and Jakari Gentry are not saying what I just said about Brittany Griner. I'm giving the sad, harsh truth on why she's not sitting in the United States of America right now. We even spoke and said uh, 45 would have brought that home. 45 would have had it home. 45 would have did it just off the clout for his own name. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. He, Regardless of how he feels about Britney, he would have done it just so he could say he did it. Just to stick his chest out and say, we, nobody fucks with us. Right. Y'all seen how fast ASAP Rocky got home, bro? Oh, my gosh. And who else was it? There was one more person that went over. Was it 21? We got 21 to fuck up out of. They cleared that shit. Oh, okay. He got, he got pardoned. Yeah, 20, 21. LeAngelo Ball. Oh, That's yeah. what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. If you think that Donald Trump had Leangelo Ball pulled out of Russian China for stealing LV glasses and can't pull BG out? Out of Russia. Because Russia, I mean, China, fuck, fuck war. China wasn't going to work with nobody. That nigga was going to jail. Yeah, that nigga got, if you get somebody out of China, <laughs> now nah, that's, that's saying something. That's different. If you yeah, get somebody real. out of China for that real. they caught stealing Facts. in the store. Facts. That was, that was big time. That's, that's Donnie. Yeah, bro. That was big time. But yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely would have had it out. It's unfortunate that um, it seems like the Biden administration, they tiptoe a, a lot of shit. Not just the Brittany Griner shit, just a lot of shit. They be over there tiptoeing. Yeah, except for giving out free money and fucking up the money. <laughs> fucking up the money. <laughs> fucking up the stocks and shit, bro. God damn. I'm sick of the market fluctuations, Biden. Uh, no cap. And the, I'm not even talking shit. I love both of y'all. Uh, y'all. Y'all both got shit to bring to the table. Thanks. I'm just, I'm just saying... Um, Trump definitely would have brought Brittany Griner home. He would have done it off of his selfishness. <laughs> just to just to flex his arms and say, look right. what the fuck we do over here. Yep. <laughs> Take your little Russian arms dealer and your little murderer too. <laughs> have him. Why did why do we care about this nigga so bad, man? Like let these niggas go. Take they they not coming back here. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. Get your little arms dealer off. <laughs> and we call it a day. No, that's what we said about Donald Trump. Donald Trump would have went into negotiations and be like, "All right, we we want we want Brittany Griner, and we understand we want your arms dealer. I mean, that you want your arms dealer, take your arms dealer, fair trade." And then Russia came back and they were like, "You know what? We want a murderer too." <laughs> Donald Trump would have fucking grabbed their t-shirt. <laughs> hey, look, bitch, you get that motherfucking arms dealer. We get Brian, we get Brittany Griner, we get the fuck on. All right. Get your ass out of here, man. And Russia would be like, you know what? You show sure right. Take Brittany, man. Thanks, we don't want no smoke, man. They would have closed the deal, man. That would have been a wrap. Shout out that boy, man. <laughs> hey, man. Is he coming back? He trying to. He been making noise. Of course, you know, he's not on Twitter, but he been, he been making noise. He said he may run again. That's the only thing that I will say. And I know that 
everything isn't about the people. There are politics behind things. There's machines behind things. Everything. I will say this, and this means everything. If they give Trump his Twitter back, he's going to win. And that's exactly why they're not. I just know, but I mean, like, even as a even as a backdoor, this has been rigged, yada yada yada. Like yeah, this yeah. is a sign. If you see that Twitter come back on, you've lost. <laughs> you lost, and you you should know you lost. If that Elon deal go through, will we see Trump on Twitter? Yes, yes. Ah. They're gonna force Elon to buy Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh! If they force Elon to buy Twitter just as a ploy, so this nigga Trump can come. is this all politics, Corey? Yes, bro. Everything is politics. Are they are they dragging this out on purpose so he buys Twitter in enough time to give this back to Trump? Yep. Right right around the election time. No way. I don't know, bro. It could be though. No fucking way. Okay. That's crazy, right? What the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> I'm having a second thought about everything. Yeah, bro. Who's to say, man? Just got to sit back and just watch it happen. Watch it unfold. No. No, I don't really want to. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't look up. This is two. Damn. This is two years worth of time for that. All right, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Back back to Brittany Griner. Did we, did we have anything else that we wanted to say about her? No, I just, uh, just hope that, you know, with, with the, the talks, um, the meeting of the family in, in the White House, we just hope that, you know, the negotiations pick back up. Because it's been quiet. Nobody seems to, to care or nobody's saying anything. So we just hope that she's doing okay and that she'll be home soon. That's the last thing. And that, that just proposed a question. If there's no negotiation, what the fuck are they going over there to talk to her for? And, like, and if there's not going to be any Russian communication in this meeting as well, if I was Brittany Griner's family, I'd be like, what the fuck are we even talking about right now? Like, Bring me some answers, nigga. So with this being their first meeting, probably they went over the next plans or, or what they're planning to do since the negotiations stalled. Um, but of course, bro, a lot of shit, you know, that they tell us in the news, a lot of shit is flagged one way or another. So they may actually be negotiating right now. Who knows? We don't know. So maybe maybe they were just letting her know, like, what the next steps or what they plan to do. Hopefully. But who's to say? Man, free Britney Griner, man. The fucking fast way. Always. <clears throat> Do we have anything else that we wanted to talk about before we got out of here? Nope. All right, man. This was episode 176 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's your boy, Roger. Jakari, we checking out. We're going to get out of here, man. Hey. Hood fade. Look. Talk money gang. Big third. Keep my brothers with me, I know they don't go for me These fake niggas and these bitches can't get close to me Niggas say he real, but he not who he's supposed to be And my bro a roller up, up, he don't smoke no weed Bitches 3-0 and them other niggas over 3 I need the new mansion by the water with that ocean breeze Know this shit get crazy in these streets, I gotta tote the heat With two baddies, I forgot one name, the other Josephine You know Rico had that work, so we still know the fiends All my enemies, no name, but niggas know the team Double cuffle with that drink, I hit the shoulder lean I be in and out that bank, so they be knowing me That bitch tell me that she need that dick so she could go to sleep I let the little baddie hit the cup and she like, oh it's sweet I was staying in white boys for them packs because I know it's sweet Dirty TME, we spend that money like it grow on trees 
Ay, and we run it up like we run a race. Way before I ever got it, I see my big brother with a hundred K. Why that boy watching pockets? He need to figure out how to get him paid. Big stash for the rainy days. Umbrellas came with the rape. Keep my brothers with me, I know they don't go for me. These fake niggas and these bitches can't get close to me. Niggas say he real, but he not who he's supposed to be. And my bro, a roller up up, he don't smoke no weed. Bitches 3-0 and them other niggas over three. I need the new mansion by the Why wouldn't I be?